Diaz from Center City. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from the 17th of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Friday the 11th, Jorge Rodriguez, the president of the Venezuelan parliament, and Gerard Blide, the Venezuela opposition representative, met with the presidents of France, Colombia, and Argentina at the 5th Paris Peace Forum to talk about Venezuela's political situation and the resumption of the dialogue between the Maduro regime and the opposition. After the meeting, Petro told the media that no commitment was signed. However, Blide and Rodriguez expressed their intention to resume the dialogue process in Mexico with the mediation of Norway. During the meeting, the Colombian president proposed to unblock Maduro's regime and asked for a general amnesty in Venezuela. Blide responded that general amnesties for human rights violators, quote, are not agreeable, unquote. Let us remember that the negotiation in Mexico had been suspended since October 2021 when the Maduro regime decided to get up from the dialogue table in protest of the extradition of Alex Saab, the Colombian businessman, to the United States to stand trial for money laundering. A date hasn't been set up for the resumption of negotiations yet. Following the news, on Monday the 14th, the Washington Office on Latin American Affairs, better known as WOLA, expressed its disapproval of Petra's proposal. Carolina Jimenez Scandoval, the president of the WOLA and former director of Amnesty International, explained at a press conference that that general amnesties cannot be acceptable in any country where human rights violations have been committed since they eliminated the rights of the victims and, quote, the right to truth, justice, and reparation, unquote. While evaluating the resumption of dialogue in Venezuela, the European Union extended sanctions against Maduro's officials. On Friday the 11th, the EU extended for another year a series of individual sanctions applied against 17 people linked to the government of Maduro, arguing that these officials undermine democracy, the rule of law, and human rights in Venezuela. The execution regulation extends until November 2023. In a statement, the Venezuelan foreign ministry described the decision of the European Council as, quote, unfortunate and anachronistic. Although these are personal sanctions against some Chavista officials, the regime ensures that the restrictive measures, quote, punish and massively violate the human rights of the Venezuelan people, unquote. They said that the decision limits the access to food, medicine, primary inputs, machinery, spare parts, and equipment necessary to guarantee fundamental rights and ensure the normal development in Venezuela. Speaking of the EU, on Thursday the 13th, the EU announced that they will donate 30 million euros in aid for food security in Venezuela. Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said that Russia's war in Ukraine is having a major effect on the world's food supply, so countries that were already lacking food have found themselves in a, quote, dramatic situation. Von der Leyen said that the EU is on the side of the most vulnerable countries, and today it extends its support to those who need it. Among the aid list are Afghanistan, Ethiopia, Nigeria, South Sudan, Somalia, and Yemen. Moving on, on Saturday the 12th, Maduro met with Monsignor Edgar Penapara, a Vatican representative in Miraflores. According to the presidential press, 
One of the points discussed in Maduro's meeting with the representative was the canonization of Dr. Jose Gregorio Hernandez. The Venezuelan doctor was beatified on the 30th of April in Caracas. The act was carried out in a small ceremony due to the COVID-19 pandemic, so only 150 people attended the Church of San Juan Bautista de la Salle. After the beatification, part of his remains were sent to the Vatican along with other personal objects. In other news, on Monday the 14th, Ramon Velasquez Araguayan, the Chavista Minister of Transportation, informed on his social media accounts that on the 20th of November, a fleet of 1,000 cars will set sail from Iran to be assembled in Venezuela. The vehicles will be assembled at the Venerato plant in Marrakech and will be distributed to meet the demand of the people and will be sold for around $15,000. In news about the upcoming presidential elections, on Friday the 11th, the pre-candidate Carlos Ocares announced he will formally ask his party to hold, quote, open elections to define who will be the representative of the Primero Judicia party in the presidential primaries to Plataforma Unitaria. Next up on Monday the 14th, two men were arrested by a commission of the Computer Crime Investigation Division for issuing comments on Twitter against the president of the National Institute of Hippodromes, Antonio El Potro Alvarez. Denny's Custodio and Robert Janez were accused of committing a hate crime after the entity considered that these comments damaged the image of Alvarez. Apparently, the national security forces have worked hard this year. On Sunday the 13th, Douglas Rico, the director of the Scientific and Criminal Investigations Corps, reported that almost 300 people accused of committing Internet scams have been arrested in Venezuela this year. Rico did not explain if these people had already been prosecuted or sentenced. However, he asked the population to stay alert, especially on the Internet. Moving on, on Tuesday the 15th, Luis Lacalpiu, the president of Uruguay, confirmed that he would appoint a new ambassador to Venezuela after seven years without a diplomatic representative in the country. At the press conference, Lacal also stated that there was a dictatorship in Venezuela and that the government did not change its position despite having appointed a new ambassador. Lacal said there will be no bilateral rapprochement with Venezuela, but he can make an exception for a commercial link. As expected, the Chavista leader, Disodato Cabello, did not like the comments. On Wednesday the 16th, on his TV show, Con El Mazo Dando, he described Lacal's comments as, quote, strange, since no one forced him to appoint an ambassador to Venezuela. Cabello also said that the presence of a diplomatic representative of the Uruguayan executive, quote, is not necessary. In other news, on Sunday the 13th, in an executive interview in the Viviana Gibelli TV show, the beauty czar Osmel Souza confirmed cases of prostitution during the years that the czar was part of the Miss Venezuela organization. Souza spoke about how the misses practiced prostitution during and after the pageant. According to Souza, he told the contestants to do it low profile. However, he said he had nothing to do with this, quote, age-old practice. Despite the beauty czar's statement, this Wednesday the 16th, the 70th edition of Miss Venezuela was held at the Poliedro de Caracas. Diana Silva, who represented the Capital District, was chosen as the new Miss Venezuela. 
The public not only enjoyed the contest, but also the music performance of Silvestre Dangond, Victor Drija, Victor Munoz, and Oscar Barradas. In art news on Tuesday the 10th, the Venezuelan poet Rafael Cadenas was awarded the 2022 Cervantes Award at the age of 92. Flamenco took over the Plaza de los Palos Grandes in Caracas this Wednesday the 16th at 5 p.m. The Embassy of Spain in Venezuela, in collaboration with the Ateneo de Caracas and the Fundación Cultura Chacao, celebrated International Flamenco Day with a free show. Attendees were able to enjoy the song Flamenco Express by the Venezuelan singer-songwriter Goyo Reina, in which he fuses Venezuelan and Latin American music with elements of flamenco. And to close this edition, some viral moments on Friday the 11th at the Expo Feria Valencia 2022, the birth of a baby girl went viral on social media. The moment she arrived in the world was filmed by several people who were at the event while the Valencia firefighters attended to deliver the baby boy. However, this was not the only thing that went viral on social media during the Expo Feria. On Saturday the 12th, the Valencia Municipal Police arrested three people for performing sexual acts during the celebration, which were filmed by the people around them. Well, in the end, we had a very graphic description of where babies come from. Thanks, social media. And that's it for this week. The consensus seems to be Mastodon for people leaving Twitter, and some even Facebook as well. Mastodon has no ads and no algorithms, but you need to pick a server or a subdomain. Which ones have you chosen, and what are your thoughts about that? How have your experiences been? And anything else social media related, let us know at Venezuela at Rorschach.com. That's Venezuela at R-O-R-S-H-O-K dot com. Hasta la próxima. 